0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to Developing Palettes. I'm Aaron Lewis coming to you from the Drew Estate Studio. With me today is June Liu from the Box Press Studio, Seth Geis, and from the Bastana Studio, John McTavish. Hey, guys, doing?
1: Doing well. What it is.
2: What
0: it was. Super Bowl. Um, all right. So today we are talking about the Perdomo 30th anniversary Maduro Robusto. Maduro. i trying to get the picture up here. Uh, it's a Robusto Extra 5x54, uh, comes out of the Perdomo factory in Nicaragua. Uh, Nicaraguan Maduro wrapper, binder, fillerable from Nicar- Nicaragua, blended by Nick Perdomo Jr. Uh, price point is $12. Cigars released in November of 2023, and we picked these cigars up from Corona Cigar Company. So if you are in Florida near one of the locations, be sure to stop in for a cigar in a libation. But if you're not in the area, you can give them a call or place an order on the website, and, and they will ship it out to you very quickly. All right. So with all that out of the way, June, what was your experience like with this cigar?
3: Uh, I thought it was not very good. Uh, I got this, like, torch cedar herbal tea minerals. I have this, like, weird, like, herbal kind of a note, maybe, like, sage, I thought. But, like, it was hmm. it was really unique. I, I can say that much, I guess. Um and actually that note reminded me of I don't I forget which printer mode this was, but I think it was one of those anniversary ones we had um uh, last year. Yeah. And then uh, the label 20, was like 2020, Tlube. 2020, I think. 2020. Oh yeah. wow, okay. Um and then like the minerals became like as the cigar went through, became more like tinny and like bitter. Um yeah, this is like a train wreck from the get go for me.
0: All right, Seth, how about you?
2: I mean, I you know, I didn't think it was much of a train wreck. I thought it kind of smoked like a, you know, Perdomo, Nicaraguan Maduro. I mean, it was getting it's getting some chocolate notes or some coffee, um, some sweet spices, you know, solid tobacco flavors, medium strength and body. Um kind of continued that way throughout. The final third was a little bit more earthy and woody. Um, you know, but still medium strength and body, just delivering that chocolatey flavor profile john
1: you know i like this um first third for me uh started with some sweet tannic wood uh, a little bit of um sort of delayed medium spices in the retro hail which were which were nice like very rounded uh citrus sweetness adding a little complexity a little bit of earth on the draw as it progressed just to add some some depth a um, little bit of tobacco sweetness, uh, just a nice, well-rounded first third. And then second third, a uh, little more complex with uh, creamy sweet tobacco, um, medium ice, uh, medium minus spices with wood accents, dark chocolate, a little toasted tobacco note in the center. Um, you know, kind of checked a lot of boxes. Uh, and then last third, uh, started creamy earth, tobacco, uh, medium full strength uh, earth on the post draw, which kind of started to detract from the profile a little bit. Uh, and, kind of remained that way until I'd say roughly the halfway point where the earth came back down to medium, but the profile was sort of largely the same. So I kind of missed the mark for me in the last, last third burn was excellent. Uh, Draw was excellent. So yeah, I enjoyed this. Aaron, what was your experience like?
0: Yeah, for me, the cigar started with heavily toasted cedar earth and black pepper. Uh, Second, third saw the earth swap places with the black pepper and then they became even in the final third. Um, I thought this guy had a nice start, uh, a good flavor combination in that first third. But once the burn issues started towards the end of the first third, which was basically the wrapper didn't seem to want to burn with the rest of the cigar, <sighs> um, I had to do a couple touch ups and the cigar went out twice on me. Um, that flavor profile dropped a bit and kind of stayed average the rest of the way. Um, I, I think I'd like to come back to this just to smoke a better burning sample to see if I liked it more. Um, but, um, I'm looking forward to the Connecticut Rap version to see how how that smokes um, compared to this to see if it's uh, a better showing or not. All right. So let's get into the scores. We're going to start at the top with John at 6.82. Uh, Seth gave it a 6.1. June gave it a 5.75. And I gave it a 5.70. So, John, how that 6.82 match up for you?
1: Matched up well. Um, yeah. This is a really good experience for me. All right, Seth, 6.1. Yeah, I mean it's it kind of just
2: rides that line of just being right above that six mark. Um I'm kind of really not surprised about where it was, honestly, with, with it being a Perdomo Maduro to be to be fair.
0: All right, June, five point seven five.
3: It's, it's an okay score. And, you know, even though it was constructed well, uh flavor profile tells me that I don't want to smoke it again.
1: It's no Brock Purdy.
3: It's no BCB. BCB. <laughs>
0: uh, my five point seven matches up well. Um above average favorite profile, just the burn was not good. Um, I you know, I'm I'm sure you know some of those touch ups and relights took their toll on the flavor profile, but um, you know, it's this cigar is cheap enough. I could come back to it again and, and give it another shot or try a different Vitola, see what it's like. But um yeah, it just didn't just didn't go the way I was hoping that it would go. So um, all right, final thoughts from you guys on this.
1: Uh, two thoughts. Uh, one price is pretty darn good. I know like, um, you know, again, we're going to be talking later tonight about kind of the recap and it's going to be out of order for our listeners. But, um, one of the things that comes along with limited edition sort of anniversary cigars is that typically there's a high price point and Perdomo has been around for a long time. Uh, I'm sure that they could charge 20, 24, 25, $30, uh, you know, it's the 30th anniversary charge $30, but they charge 12, so that's kind of good. Uh, the thing that maybe wasn't great, and I don't know how anyone else uh, had an experience in terms of uh, burn time, but uh, I was quite surprised at how fast the cigar was burning. Um, I, was, I was basically at the, uh, uh, I think I was at the halfway mark, and I was at like 40 minutes. And I was like, whoa. Uh, and I didn't feel like, I, you know, my pace is usually the same. Uh, I think I got an hour and twenty-seven minutes, and then the other thing I noticed is when I got into the last third. And you guys know I smoke everything, including the fullest of the full-bodied. Uh, kind of rocked me a little bit. Like this <laughs> car was a little like pretty sneaky full-bodied. I wasn't expecting that. So nothing, nobody. All right?
0: I got, I got. I didn't two. get it. Yeah, I got two. I got two for you guys. Uh, bands of, I, I really like the bands on these cigars. I like the holographic stuff when kind of like in the gold areas, it's kind of a, a nice touch. So when you get to see the light, it's pretty cool. But here's the, here's the, my my main question is when I first got into smoking cigars, it was a very popular trend that when you released a line, you released it in multiple wrapper variations. Right. So, and I think Perdomo was just kind of known for this, like down the road. oh Yeah. And they're sticking with it here. Do you, do you think that like that time has kind of passed? Like you should just kind of focus on like the best of the best and just go down that road. Or do you, do you still like the, the variations per line?
2: I think that it's what he's always done. I think every, every once in a while he does like a spec. Well, not really. I mean, let's, he always does these kind of things for the most part. I think that's really what all the Perdomo people are used to. Right. I think you have, you know, (laughs) I don't know. I, it's been a while since I've been around some Perdomo smokers, but my understanding of Perdomo smokers is like, a lot of them are like, love the Connecticut's and they also love the Maduro's. And they're like those mentality of, I smoke my Connecticut's until 12. And then <laughs> they're like, they're Italians, you know, I, I yeah. have my cappuccinos before 12. And then I stop with the milk and I just have espressos after, after in the afternoon. Yeah. Um, I think that's just what he does. And he's always done it. And he, I hate to say it, well, it's not that I hate to say it, but I think if you look at, I'm not always saying that his releases are always great, but they're always pretty consistent and close to one another in terms of solidness. Like you never have like a really good Connecticut and like this really crappy Maduro. It's always, they're always probably pretty solid, you know, like high eighties, I guess you mm-hmm. could say. Um, well, there's a lot of other people who, I mean, sometimes it's just ones of complete miss and you're like, why'd you even bother doing it? Yeah. So
1: I, um, my- yeah. I mean, I agree with Seth. I think, you know, for, for obviously his brand doing the multiple rappers and staying with that theme makes a lot of sense. I think for me personally, as a consumer, uh, I like it when cigar companies go, okay, you know, for this release, and we've certainly seen lots of examples where they're like, okay, you know, this particular anniversary series, whatever it might be, I'm doing dark Sumatra. And then next year they're like, we already did that. So now we're going to do, you know, a light Hamano or, or we're going to do whatever, and they switch it up. And, and I like that because I like the unique character of, uh, and, and probably comes from the, you know, me liking cast strength whiskey is like, I'm getting something from a company that I already love. That's a different expression than what they normally do. And to me that there's a lot of novelty there, but, but I think I'm, I'm definitely the outlier because you know, the, the regular cigar smokers are the guys that smoke the same brand. They smoke the same wrapper and they're like, yeah, like Seth was saying, is like I start my day with a with a, a, a Perdomo, Connecticut, and that's what I smoke, and so that's kind of a lot of the market. So I think it makes a lot of sense for him to keep consistent with that for sure.
3: Cool. Yeah,
0: I just thought that was interesting because I remember that very being very common when I first got into smoking, and then yes, as not seen as. I mean, some people like
1: Rocky no. still does that. Rocky still yeah. does that, but. Not, not, not like, a lot. Uh, I mean, even the, you look at Altidus in general, um, they've really fallen away from, from doing, you know, you know, spicy, light, dark, like th- that used to be like every single cigar, spicy, light, dark, spicy, light, dark, spicy. Light, and that like, you, you, you just say like, okay, well I'll try the Connecticut and I'll see if I like it. And if I do, maybe I'll try the Habano or maybe I'll try the Maduro and see how it stacks up. And like everybody did that way. And now, I you know,
0: remember the yeah. protocol guys would could, would do that. They would do the right. you know Maduro and Habano, and then we I know we jumped on them a couple of times, like just pick one, bro. Just go yeah. with that. You don't you don't have to go with two. So yeah. you know, so all right. Thanks. Uh wherever you're catching the video, uh be sure to like and subscribe, but check out the full review on the website, com. Follow us on all the social media channels, and you can catch all of our review recaps on podcasts, so iTunes, Google Play, and Podbean. Thank you for tuning in. We will catch you on the next one.
1: Madura.